0: OTAs in and, and football school, they were missing a lot of starters on both sides of the ball. So I, I am curious to see, especially on the offensive side, obviously, uh, what this group looks like when all the starters are around. They're still not going to be in pads or anything. So, you know, it'll take some time for us to really get the jits of what they're going to look like this year. But I am curious to see, you know, Odell Beckham. It'll be his first time out there. I don't imagine he'll do much team Activities. Uh, he'll probably do a lot of what Rashad Bateman did during OTAs, which is individual work and uh probably training off to the side a little bit. Um, but speaking of Bateman, I'd like to see how much he's gonna do. He he, you know, he didn't participate in anything team-wise during OTAs. Is he a part of the team drills now for the start of minicamp? We'll see. J.K. Dobbins. Being back, how does I'm like, we just talked about him. I'm expecting Dobbins to be in tip top shape. You know, I'm, I'm expecting him to kind of hit the ground running. No, no pun intended. Gus Edwards, he was working off to the side a lot during OTAs. Is he now uh, allowed to participate in the team drills? I want to get a sense of what this offense can look like when all the starters are together. We've been forced to look at the, the wide receiver group and we're getting wide receiver, uh, like the first team wide receiver sets aren't who the first team wide receivers are going to be. It hasn't been any Bateman out there. there hasn't right. been any Beckham out there. Zay Flowers has a, had a soft tissue uh, issue last week uh, on the back end of OTA, so we didn't see him on the third OTA practice. Um, we'll see if he's back out there this week. Harb said he he, he expected him to be, so we'll hopefully that's the case. Uh, but I do want to see what this group looks like as a as a whole as as a starting unit. Um, Lamar looked like he was starting to understand the offense a lot more uh, as OTAs went on. Is he still building on that, being able to uh, make adjustments at the line of scrimmage? Definitely, I would say the third day that we were allowed to see OTAs was the best day I saw from Lamar in terms of not just throwing the ball, but just having control over the offense and the lingo and the adjustments made at the line of scrimmage. Is that continuing? Um, And I want to hopefully get a better feel of what this offense is going to look like. I've seen some of the window dressing that they're doing pre-snap, some different things um, that we, that we're not accustomed to seeing. I want to see what types are any of these personnel groupings starting to become more and more consistent to me. How are they going to use this talented uh, tight end group that they have right now? We talk a lot about these wide receivers, but they have to find a way to get Isaiah likely involved. I'm not even going to speak on Mark Andrews because he's still the guy in my mind. He's yep. still number one. He, he's number one in this past offense, but how do they incorporate Isaiah likely into this group? How do they incorporate Charlie Kohler into this group? Because I do think Kohler is a guy that needs to see the field in some sort of capacity. I'm not saying he has to be out there playing 80% of the snaps, but red zone Short yardage situations, yes. Charlie Kohler needs to be on the field. He has a, a a great catch radius and soft hands. And the dude knows how to find the vacated areas on the field. He's got length, he's a big body. I think they need to find a way uh, to get him on the field. Ronnie Stanley, we haven't seen him throughout the entire offseason uh, to this point. So, I'm, you know, obviously he'll be out there this week. How does he look? Uh, can he put together a, a fully healthy season? And obviously on the defensive side of the ball, you know, these pass rushers, they look good. I can't. It's, it's tough for me to critique them right now. They're not in pads. They're barely able to make contact. So to this point, Ajabo and Owe have looked good, more so Ajabo. Ajabo, I'm really excited to see him. And we talked to um, Chuck Smith, offensive line outside linebacker Coach Chuck Smith last week or the week before, and he, he raved about david ajabo um so i'm i'm really excited to see him the weakness of this team though the biggest weakness in my opinion the secondary the cornerback position specifically how do they look out there specifically at that nickel corner spot who's who's kind of in that rotation right now pepe williams and Jalen armor davis didn't really participate in otas at all So I think that the Ravens right now, look, we haven't seen them add much to the cornerback room. Yes, they drafted Kaeyu Blue Kelly. They signed Rocky Sin. Everybody thought they'd bring Marcus Peters back. They haven't, chat, and I think that's because they want to get a look at the second-year guys and see what they can do because if Jalen Armour Davis can play, if Pepe Williams can play, I think they like that. I think that's the route they really want to go. So we'll see. Uh, who's able to participate and what they're able to participate in this week. But my biggest thing is trying to get a better understanding of what type of offense we'll see in 2023.
1: Yeah, you hit a lot of things that, you know, I think a lot of people are definitely going to um, look forward to. And, again, I'm with you. I don't think that Odell is really going to do anything um, probably until training camp. So Mm -hmm. you might not want to set your expectations high for that. For me, I'm looking for guys that came out in the last two drafts, 2022 and 2023. I'm curious to see. And particularly, and I'm not talking about guys that actually – um, contributed from 2022, like Linderbaum or even mm-hmm. Isaiah Likely. Um, I know what those guys are capable of. And even though Likely didn't probably get as much snaps as he should have, particularly in uh, Mark Andrews' absence last year, I still have an understanding of what I believe him to be as a player, but 2022 I'm definitely interested in, in David Ajabo. We only saw him for a taste at the end of last season. Um, and what what we saw so far really felt promising, but you know, he is still only a year removed from an Achilles injury. So I'm curious to know if he's at full speed, if, you know, if, if he's how he's faring from coming back from an injury like that. Um, You already mentioned Kolar. I'm definitely interested in what's going on in that regard because he missed much of last year as well due to injury. So I don't really know what type of player he can be. And, you know, he has an opportunity to be a part of this offense. Josh Oliver obviously is no longer on this team. He left in free agency. So there's a spot for him there that maybe, you know, Josh Oliver before had those snaps. It could go to him. Um, But... Ultimately, I'm not really – all I know is from the scouting reports of the type of player that Kolar is, I don't know because I really didn't get an opportunity to see who he is. And then you also mentioned the defensive backs and Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams. You know, there was some injury there. There was, you know, although there was some optimism, particularly from Pepe, they didn't necessarily turn out well during the season, so there was some a little bit of demotion there. What is it that's going to – um, let you elevate your game in 2022, and I'm curious to see how they start out um, in the mini camps. So that'll be interesting. And then also for 2023, I'm interested in seeing Zay Flowers because you and I also we agreed that we don't think Odell is going to play, which means Zay should probably get a lot of action, mm-hmm. right? Um, early on, so I'm curious to see how he's going to play if he's going to stand out in that regard. Um, I'm also curious and Trenton Simpson, um, the the inside linebacker that they got from Clemson. Um, You know, I've heard a lot of good things about this kid and um, I am just curious to see, they say that he can be moved around similar to a Kyle Hamilton situation where he can kind of be put in any situation, including the backfield, which I'm not suggesting that the Ravens will do, but we've heard that he's capable of doing those things. So I'm curious to know if, if, they're going to start implementing some things where he can be flexible and where he can move around. Um, So that will be interesting. I, I am just really looking forward to the younger players because obviously the older players, we already have an idea of what it is that they can do. And like I said, I don't count Kyle Hamilton. I don't count, You know, Tyler Lindenbaum, those Mm -hmm. guys played a significant amount, if not every single game. So we know what they can bring to the table. But the guys that have the biggest question marks, I'm curious to know how they're going to come out the gate and how that energy is going to continue um, or are they going to get better? Is it something that they're going to need to work on in training camp? I really do think that mini camp is a small sample of potentially what we'll see in July. Of course, that can change, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting that if they have a bad mini camp that they're going to have a bad training camp. But you know, are you mentally prepared? To, to do these mini camps so that can ride you into a very good training camp. How is it that you're going to come in here? Those are the things that I am looking forward to the most coming out of this mini camp.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Specifically talking about those second year guys, um, because I think that the Ravens have basically opened the door for them at the, at a variety of different positions for them to have an opportunity to play. You mentioned Josh Oliver's departure that opens it up for Charlie Kohler. Uh, I talked about how they've been reluctant to add more veteran cornerbacks because I think that they want to give these young guys a look. So the opportunities are there for them and it's up to them to, to kind of seize that moment and and kind of make that spot theirs. But there's definitely uh, some toss up spots and we'll, I know we'll talk about position battles and stuff later, but I I really think that Jalen Armour Davis um, is a guy that, they want if they want him to play. I, I, I truly believe they want Jalen Armers Davis to play, but he's had the health uh uh problems, he, he had the production problems, he basically got benched last year after that Patriots game, and you didn't yep. really see much of him after that. Um, but he's got the measurables to be able to play inside and out, he's got the physicality, but can he make himself available? on a consistent basis and can he show that he can play at this level that'll that'll be the big question mark but um i I think that they do have it they 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 kind of rolled out the carpet for these guys to be able to have the opportunity to get the playing time that they're looking for we'll see if they can take advantage